episode of Yes Girl Podcast is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. Ulta Beauty celebrates the meaningful role of beauty in our lives and the belief that beauty is limitless. That's why they've teamed up with Essence on a new mentoring initiative called Girls United Beautiful Possibilities. The program aims to empower six incredible young women as they express their entrepreneurial spirit, creativity, and passion for beauty while they create a special makeup collection for Ulta Beauty. You can follow the girl's journey at Essence.com slash Beautiful Possibilities. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. Good afternoon, Corey Murray. Good afternoon, Charlie Payne. I feel like I need a booster seat. I'm really low in I'm my I'm kind of high in my, my chair today. Oh, yeah. so maybe we're like balancing out. Posture, balancing, you, know, you know, feeling know, good. The you know, summer's almost good. here. Charlie Payne, can I ask you something? Yes. What's up, Corey Murray? Do you know, how often do you feel like a grown-ass woman? You know, <laughs> that is a very good question. Um, damn. Um, most days. Okay. You know what? You know what? You know, let's, are we, we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it 100. I feel like a grown ass woman when my bills come and I have to pay them, but not in a good way. Like that's when I want to go back <laughs> to not being a grown ass woman because those bills will make you feel real grown all the time. I'm I'm glad you brought up bills because <laughs> I have my own anecdote Ooh. for grown ass womanhood and bills. But before I get into that, why are we talking about grown ass womanhood? Corey? We are talking about grown ass woman because we interviewed a grown ass woman. We did. We have for a the spe- cover. for the cover, but they're going to be our special guests on today's podcast. Yes. Uh, What's this podcast called? Yes, girl. And I am Charlie Penn. And I am Corey Murray. And you guys, we did something for the first time. You know, we love first. We love a first. Love a first. We did a Yes Girl podcast interview for the Essence cover story. Yes. Which is, you will find, revealed on our Instagram right now. It's happening. Who is it, Corey? It's Alicia motherfucking Keys. Yes. (laughs) The Grammy Award winning, like, Everything, 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 everything. I realized that even in talking to her, I mean, yes, we we brought up music, we brought up all her receipts, her love of art, but I forgot even her her movies. I actually really loved her in The Secret Life of Bees. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. And I mean, um, Alicia gave us bops after yes. bop after yes. bop and hit. And I mean, she sang our pain. She sang mm-hmm. our joy. Mm-hmm. Even like the duet with Usher, my boo. Oh, yes. Yes. That is yes. my shirt. I went back. I love that song. I went back and. Okay. I can't sing y'all. Y'all know that. But y'all love me. It's okay. Go ahead, Corey. I went back and bought some old Alicia Keys. And I realized one of my favorite songs by her is called I Need You. I need you. I love that song because I love the the drums on it and the music and the you know she can kill a piano. And I just love that song. And it's just that in this. um, It's not that she has. It's passion in her voice. She's just like, I need you. Again, I can't sing. Yes. Yes. I, um, you don't know my name. Oh my god! In college, I must have played that song. I know my neighbors had had it one Sunday. <laughs> you know, because I just felt uh, you know it was a time in my life where you wanted to be like seen, and you know you might have had like a crush, mm-hmm. and I just remember feeling like there was no other way to express my feelings than to listen to that song. Yeah, over and over and o- I mean, she just I know you know what I mean. No well, one. What was the thing you learned the most, or what what did you take away from our talk with her? What would resonate with you the most? Great question, Corey. Mm-hmm. So I was really excited to check in with Alicia because I think in a lot of ways we're so into these like, you know, like with the trending moment mm-hmm. that w- with conversations that like 
you have to check in on the the goats. Like, you know, and just really find it. It doesn't matter what Alicia has going on. Talking yeah. to Alicia Keys. Yeah. I really want to just talk to her about where she is in her life as a wife and a mother. Um, I feel like we've seen her just glow and glow and glow mm-hmm. as her life has progressed and just expand. Like she had so much success so fast that she could go on and do even more things. Yeah. And I really just wanted to talk to her about what it kind of feels like to just I don't I hate to say have it all, but you know, it feels like it. You know what I mean? And also like I've always heard Alicia Keys was notoriously chill and like cool and I had this whole fantasy in my head you guys about what it would be like to see her. I totally told her. So listen to it. But like she was absolutely those things. Yeah. Like she is the nicest, most down to earth, amazing human being, right, Corey? No, she is. I've had the pleasure of talking with Alicia a few times. Oh, so you um, knew? So I knew a little bit. Um, but I was. But when you talk about checking in on the goats, I really did want to check in on her because the when I interviewed her years ago for an Essence cover story, one story she told me, and I and I told her again to her and um, during our podcast interview was. She took this gig where she flew from New York to L.A., did a performance, flew back to New York the same night. And if anyone flies, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's of a lot. Girl. And she was saying, like, she said, yeah, I'll probably never do something like that again. But she told the story because she said she was trying to prove something. She was she was trying to be she was saying yes to everything. And now she she said she was like, yeah, I'm still in that space where if it doesn't feel right for me, I'm not going to do it. And you brought up, you know, that Halle, Halle Berry, Berry said that to us. told us the same thing. And I don't know why. It's something I guess maybe in my, my personal life I need to keep hearing is that, and it's something very simple. It's okay to say no to things. And sometimes you need to say no to something. Like exactly. you need to just say, I won't do that. So it was kind of interesting to hear someone as successful and someone as successful as Alicia Keys has to say no. And you know what, Corey? I don't know if you ever feel this way, right? But I'm drawn to women like that. Mm -hmm. Like when I'm in the space, in the presence of a woman who's just so relaxed and at peace with her womanhood and her life and just trying to give out light and joy, I try to be like that. But you know, we're always evolving. I feel like I'm getting there. But but when I'm around a woman like that, I just want to like, we curled up with her. What did you say? Crisscross applesauce? Crisscross applesauce. We brought out the candles for Alicia Keys. Y'all, we dimmed the light. Shout out to Tiffany Ashtay, our producer, who <laughs> ran and got these candles because we were in uh, the West Village, and for whatever reason, there was no bodegas. I know Where that was the hell? it was that was really, but but it was Tiffany funny because it, it hit us out of nowhere. We were like, oh, we need candles. We need candles. <laughs> We need to set this mood. You guys, we had like, all of a sudden we were like, wait, Alicia Keys can't just come in here. We were like, we need a whole vibe. So we found candles and we even like tested the different light levels. Yes. We were like, is it a vibe? Is it a vibe? Lower, lower. Is it a vibe? And she fell for it. Y'all going to hear her uh, her enthusiasm when she comes sit down with us. It was really, really It was good. such a good time. And I love her even more now. Yeah. I've always been a fan, but I really feel like when you guys listen to this episode, you're going to feel like you were in the living room, turban on. Feet barefoot. Yes. You know what I mean? Getting into a vibe with your girl, Alicia. And so, I don't know if we anyone always gets to hear her that way. No, exactly. And I don't know? think we do. I think we do. But in the meantime, Corey, a lot happened this week. A lot happened. So I wanted to go back to your comment about being a grown as soon as when your bills come. Because I had something <laughs> happen to me recently. Did you get a big bill? <laughs> I got a big bill. I mean, full disclosure, uh, you know, I'm a condo owner. and okay, ownership. A, ownership. And condos come with uh, homeowners insurance, not homeowners insurance. The fee, right. the fee, the homeowners oh. association. And I ain't gonna front. I was behind on it. Ooh. I got behind, and they were sending me these notices, and they were like, "Okay, you gotta pay, you gotta pay." And I was just getting so annoyed um, that I finally said, "Fine." So I would take a big, 
you know, after I paid my mortgage out of one check, the next check, I would take a big portion and just start paying it. And I kind of got to the point, I'll admit, I think I forgot about it. And I opened up the bill this month and I was like, is, you know, it's usually one fee and then it was less. And I was like, what happened? And I had overpaid. You grown woman. I was a grown woman. And that was, and you that was overpaid? The, I overpaid. A and bill? then it also, I overpaid a bill. And another bill I overpaid, <laughs> uh, shout out to Con Edison, I overpaid that. Okay, so I think you might be in the land of auto pay. Are you, are I, you there I, I don't yet? know if I'm... Because I'm, I'm, that's very grown. That is very grown. <laughs> I w- you know what? Uh, shout out to my work bae, Javanka, because Javanka told me I should be writing things down that I want, you know, journaling. I manifest, think we've been talking manifest, about manifest. it on the podcast a lot this year. And I've been manifesting, like, I want to get more control of my bills. Mm. Like, I want to get more control auto of my pay. bills. Team auto pay. And I think I'm going to write down, I want to do auto pay. I'm not I there wanna, yet. I want to get auto pay by the end of the year. I'm so not there that as you were like slowly telling that story about the bill, it felt like you were telling me a scary story over the fire <laughs> campfire. <laughs> like I was like, oh, and what happened? Oh my God, was it like the interest? What? <laughs> like, that's so much. I hate opening my mail, y'all. I know like, I have a real, it, but I, but I'm telling you these, this, mm. I mean this over the past two weeks. Okay. And it was a, and, and all that to say guys, it was an, un- I I hadn't felt that good in a long time. Look at that. Now you're ahead, Corey Rain. I am ahead. And I was like, you know what? I love flexing. I love being financially secure. There you go. I you am know what else secure. makes me feel like a grown ass woman? Y'all knew this was coming because, you know, me and Team Love and all the things. I do feel like a grown ass woman when like I I I succeeded being a wife. Yes. <laughs> because it's so much harder than people realize. Mm-hmm. Like when I can somehow successfully like Put a, a smile on my husband's face. Make sure that like we didn't forget where we had to go or be. Like I'm, I'm the keeper of the calendars. You know, I'm. I feel like I'm the one that kind of keeps everything together. The glue, um, but it's hard to be the glue at work, mm-hmm. the glue at home. You know, all of that. And I often feel like I'm just not getting it right. Yeah. But I do feel like a grown ass woman when I'm like, okay, my husband's happy, my dog is happy. I was a good daughter to my dad. You know, like I, I feel like you know, like when you kind of feel like you're getting it all done. Yes. That's when I really feel grown. But also just even emotionally. Like if I cannot be the stressor in someone's life, but be the the bringer of joy, mm-hmm. I feel real grown. Go for it. Because it's immature to be petty, or it you is. know, you know what I mean, and all those things, or to be petty or angry, or like we we know we're above that. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> so Alicia's above it. We're above it. But we want to know. Tell us what makes you feel like a grown ass woman. Using hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Seriously, guys, like we really want to know. Obviously, bills. But what is it? Is it like when you have a great orgasm? Hello. Talk to us. I mean, that too. But hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. What Just makes shout you out, feel? Shout um, out to the uh, vibrator that uh, Charlie Penn has gifted me. Oh, Okay, we, we could talk about it well, another time because I just realized my mother's I'm going to change our lives. Know. But anyway, hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. Tell us what makes you feel like a grown-ass woman, please. And, be- and, and, and you know who else is probably feeling really grown? Some grown men at Morehouse College. All right now. Did y'all hear? The billionaire who was speaking at their commencement ceremony. Robert Smith. Robert Smith pledged to pay off all of their school loans. What? It's like 400 students, y'all. I would have, Corey, I think I would have fallen out. No, I would have. I would have fallen out. What a blessing. That's how you give back. Yes. That is what I'm talking. And honestly, you know, I pulled out my calculator, like the meme of that, like the monkey on Instagram. So I was like, wait a minute, I got to do this math. I needed to know. And I was like, oh, my God, this man's about to spend like 60 million dollars, which is probably like spending 600. 
to him <laughs> when you yes. are sixty thousand. Yeah, when you're a billionaire, yeah. right? Let's be honest. Yeah, but like these kids were crying. Like these grown men were like, "Wait a minute!" But even if it's a nice third of his whatever, it was worth it. It was worth it because that those debts going back to bills. I'm still paying off grad school from UC Berkeley. I'm still paying. Yeah. And wait for it. I didn't have loans from from Spelman. Also, though, I wanted to be like, so Spelman was literally across the way. Brother, sister school. Did he slide on over there to help? Because, you know, a lot of those Morehouse men are going to be marrying these Spelman women. That's and now true. only one of them is going to have loans. Come on, y'all. Let me stop. I, I, did, I was very jealous, though. I don't like to feel that green monster come no, out. No, I was. Yeah, I felt a way, too, because I still have my loans. Yeah. I'm so happy yeah. for all those young men and they deserve it. But I'm like, can we can everybody do this? Can we shout out to all the black billionaires out there who haven't, you know, like, we'll hold your beer. Let's go. Let's go. I saw a meme. Uh, they used <laughs> Hannibal Burris where he was looking stressed like like all future commencement speakers. I like, know. Like, having to live up to Robert. What Robert how do you top that? What but Mr. Real Smith. Talk, Oprah gives a ton of money to Morehouse. You know, I mean, there are a lot of people out there who are consistently giving back mm-hmm. to HBCU students and HBCUs. Shout out to all of them. But I was so, I'm like... That they, was a blessing. God, they all manifested that. Mm-hmm. There must have been like eight valedictorians in that class. <laughs> they did something to manifest that. Whose prayer did it, y'all? Come talk to us. Hashtag Yes Girl Podcast. There is a master manifester in the Morehouse class of 2019. And I want to know who it is. Because that is like an exponential blessing on a blessing. <laughs> Do you know, Did you see they were interviewing parents on local news? And this guy's father, I don't know who it was, but he was like, I beat. I had to ask the people next to me. Did he just <laughs> my dad would have been like say what again what come again oh my god but trevor noah who i love um on the, the on the, the daily, daily show, show. Mm-hmm. made the best point he was like that you know the person who paid their way through college and they work hard and they don't get loans and they just pay 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 and they struggle and they always look at the people who didn't you know who had loans like i mean you got your refund check but i'm working hard he was like they were crushed <laughs> He was like to every person who can't get a refund on their own money because they paid their own for their own education. It was a bad day. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't think oh about it God, that way. Oh my God, Trevor. Oh my God. But he's hilarious. But that's real. That's real. No, oh, but speaking of real, there is no nothing realer than Alicia Keys. We're going to just skip all the comment love and all that this week because we got to get into this lengthy and wonderful conversation with Miss Keys. <laughs> We like to do special introductions to mm, people. Me too. I like that. Okay. Right. But I kind of feel like you don't need an introduction. Say it. Because, you know, when I look at the receipts, I mean. Miles long. Miles. <laughs> miles. Grammys long. Double digit Grammys. Platinum digit. selling records. Singles. Like, like so you say this person's first name and you know what the last you know name who is you, gonna, you, gonna, mm. you don't can even we, have and to and can we talk about looks girl mm. iconic oh. hair fashion <laughs> she reps it. her city forever Ooh. ever Ooh. who's here Corey? wait let me just say speaking of that you got somebody so hyped they ran on stage with you yes. remember that i do see what's the anyway it was, it was not yeah you know, we ain't gonna who's talk here? about that alicia motherfucking key <laughs> <laughs> Which is iconic. With the candles. With Burning. the candles. With the candles. Just for you, Alicia. By the way, the zen, the vibe, <laughs> the zen, the, the energy is on fire. Okay, fire. speaking of energy, I'm just going to come with my confession. Tell Corey's me. been laughing at me. I have been. So you've been a friend in my head this, this entire time, right? That's, I love that. 
we love you. Thank you. So you know how when you use someone's music, like hits your soul, you imagine like one day I'm going to get to visit them. Yes. So this is how I pictured it. Okay. Tell me, tell me. <laughs> it's a high rise. You and Swiss and the family, you have on a turban. Y'all mm. are like having a jam session. Mm. You're barefoot, flower crown or a turban. Ooh. You guys oh. are making food. You call me. You're like, come over for dinner. <laughs> Be right there and then evening is playing with the babies a jam session new music we get to hear the album first it's like a whole vibe oh i love you know it. we maybe take polaroids yeah because we're better no, than you know that you wait, wait charlie are you only invited i mean this is in my family is this right? okay, okay my, my, bad. Bad. my bad my bad i'm sorry <laughs> i'm kidding but you can sorry. come with me but no no you head, that's me. how it goes that's kind of am i kind of accurate you are you are very accurate i love it there's definitely there's gonna be food. There's gonna be no shoes on. See? There's definitely gonna be Polaroids because I kind of, I, I don't love phones. Obviously, we all use them. We need them, yeah, but I yeah. kind of don't love them. And especially when I'm with my family, I just like us to just be together. Like, See? I'm yes. weird about. It. I'm like, just put the phone away. Let's just vibe. So the Polaroids are perfect because everybody still wants to take pictures. True, true. And then we're definitely gonna have some music. And even if we're not listening to music, which we, which like, if we, if I wasn't playing you something new, say, which See? I would be. See? Look oh at God. this. Then we'd be listening to some good just tunes would just be throughout the house and it'd just be a vibe. We'd be outside, there'd be a fire pit, you know? That's something else would be yeah. lit. I'm telling you, in every room, see? I knew you it. You got it. You got My it. My heart just smiled. You got I it. Knew it Thank you. I'm still mad I'm not invited, but it's fine. I mean, fine. you would crash, right? Because that's what we I would do. crash. We would, would, that's would what girlfriends do. Right, See, you're like, come I with me. I love that. You are everything we imagine. Oh, that's a, you know what? Honestly, that is one of the biggest most you know beautiful honors that a person can say you know when Aww. a person really says like you are how i imagined you to be mm-hmm. that's a real thing because you know first of all there's a lot of phony fake stuff easy yes and also you know sometimes you meet people and and you they're just you know you you don't yeah. know because maybe they know, had yeah. a day but you just True. when you do meet somebody that you adore and they have the energy that you imagine that it just feels really good. It so does. I know that feeling. It does. And I'm glad that you said that. Thank you. Authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alicia, Speaking now I gotta of- know something. All right. Go ahead, Corey. I'm just gonna show you a picture okay. for um <laughs> OMG. Proof. Another another receipt. I just oh. wanna go back to the receipt for a minute. So you guys can't see this, but I pulled up the image <laughs> of Alicia Keys hosting the Grammys. She was mm. the first woman to host. Mm. She is flanked by um, Jada Pinkett Smith. Boom. J-Lo. Boom. Uh, Lady Gaga. Boom. And I'm saying mom for last. Mom. Yeah. But mom. it's Michelle Obama. It's mom. I know it's old news because we're talking to you for the, uh, you know, the June issue of Essence magazine, but I got to know what happened. How did this happen? And, and I need you to call Michelle Obama for us. Right. Oh my God, that group chat must you, be so lit. Because you need her here right now. <laughs> I need her. Yeah. She's another one who is exactly who you hope. Really? She is. And she's totally that. And every speech you ever heard her say or every joke she ever said or every moment that she just put a hand on a show like that's her and so that's pretty amazing and yes that picture even though it did happen a little while ago it never is old no because i'm like still bugging (laughs) at the fact that that even happened at all and it was such a beautiful moment and you know each one of these beautiful sisters what i really wanted to represent there at the grammys was sisterhood and we're so powerful together and especially with 
right now it is the century of the woman. Yes. It is the millennium of the woman. And Mm -hmm. we know that it's time for us to just occupy all the spaces that we are meant to occupy. And I really wanted that to be loud and clear. And so it was beautiful to show it and from all walks of life, all styles, all places. And so I have to be honest with you, the you know i've been preparing for this whole thing obviously i made all these phone calls i knew what we were going to go out there and do i i I made sure it was going to look epic like i was like going nuts everything was lined up and in place and that screen rose up and the lights hit the lights hit the shadow the way i specifically planned it to be look at that art direction and then the light went on and all those women were illuminated and when i tell you i almost cried i was like (gasps) Oh, we did. Because you, you did that. I was like, I'm going to cry. You did that, Alicia. It was such an honor yeah. just to be able to see something. And when people support you, mm-hmm. it, it really feels so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that was shout to all those beautiful ladies and really everybody because there was so much love that came back to me. I, I, I really, you know, it was, and I, I wanted to give it and, it and I received it. And, you too. know, that speaks also a testament to who you are because mm-hmm. this this was your night. You were yes. the first woman to host it. Mm. Grammys, I mean, I know they said, but it's music's biggest night. And you took a moment to share it. With your girls. With your girls. With these women. And that's beautiful. Thank you. And I, I feel like it would have been whack to do it any other way. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that was imperative. So so thank you for noticing that. But I, I loved it. It was such a fun night. I'll never forget it. And um, really, memories. Memories for life. And speaking of Corey, dare we say, Alicia, that was such a grown-ass woman thing to do. <laughs> and we always talk about... Which is going to be the theme of the podcast This had today. to be the theme of our talk with you, is grown-ass womanhood. Okay, I like because it. that's just what like you it. do. I, like you, I mean, you're supposed to support your girls, yes. you know, share your big moments, uplift your sisters. That's a beautiful But thing. it takes us a while to get there. We don't always get that in our 20s, definitely not our teens, mm. in our 20s, and then we kind of evolve in our 30s. Mm. When did you realize you were a grown-ass woman, Alicia? When did it hit you that you were this dope and it was in your spirit? Right? So the, no, thing, the thing that comes to my mind, honestly, is when I first, when I gave birth to Egypt, that's my first son, and I went to visit my mama and my auntie, who has known my mother for a billion years, they went to college together, and I you know, was introducing her to the baby and everything, and I'll never forget the first thing that she said was, Oh, you got your big girl panties on now. (laughs) (laughs) And she was right. Like prior to that moment, I had definitely not had my big girl panties on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And here we are. I love it. I remember was like a real transition. You know, that was a real transition. But, um, you know, I've always, I've always, I was raised by my mother. You know, she was a single mom and she's a badass woman. You know, she is so strong. I don't even know how she's as strong as she is. And I'm so proud of her, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm proud of what she's given to me. And she always kept it 100% funky with me. She really did. And she made me think about stuff. and, And I think she gave me a certain sense of groundedness that mm-hmm. stuck with me my whole life. And I'm so fortunate that I that I never, and it's probably from where I grew up and how I grew up and, you know, super humble beginnings and walking the streets that I, nobody should walk and, and just understanding the real things about life. I never fortunately had to kind of 
um, you know, I just, I, I just was, I just was always very humble, mm -hmm. and I've actually had to learn how to not confuse humility with not valuing my self worth. To be honest, preach that. Tell us more. You know, Tell, yeah. Okay. To be honest, and that's been a that's been a process through the twenties and the thirties, mm -hmm. and really recognizing that humility. Uh, or modesty, and I'm not sure which is the better description for it, maybe it's modesty, mm -hmm. um, can sometimes be uh, a, a, a cover-up for self-worth issues. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. You know, and you got to be careful because you have to make sure that you're demanding what you deserve. Yeah. And you could easily say, no, I'm good, I don't need much, I'm simple, and that's cool, there's nothing wrong with being simple or not run overdo it, right. but you do have to hold a certain standard for yourself or else people just treat you any type of way. Can I tell you something? Just recently, my IT guy, he saw my computer. I had this big ass <laughs> MacBook Pro that I probably had a CD drive on the side. It weighed about five tons and I took it back and forth to work me all the time. He came over to do something and he said, why do you have this? I said, I don't know, it works, it still works. He was like, you need to complain more. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? And he was like, Corey, you can get a, a lighter computer. No, Air Max. And th but something about him saying that mm -hmm. made me realize, like, but to a little bit what you're saying, like, yes. I was like, well, it was working and it was fine. It's fine. I can I get it online. Fine, you know, right? if my story's published. But he was like, you didn't that. you see everybody around you have this nice little light computer? And I was, but too. I've been doing it. I was okay. like, I need to complain more. Mm, yeah, and, and, and it's okay. I think we have to come to an understanding that it's okay to stake your stake what you need and state your peace and, and be clear about what you need too. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know what you need and you're not and you're not able to say it, you'll never get it. Yeah. You know, and so I, I so that's been a deep, beautiful process for me as well but going back to what my mother did give me was so I I just I just have always been able to be what I believe is just very just cool man you know because everything doesn't have to be so damn dramatic all the time so either chill. you know it can just really? be cool so I'm ha I, I'm blessed for that and I've also had to learn kind of that process as well I was on Corey I feel like you you move throughout the world in joy Mm. Like and I, okay, so story time. <laughs> I love y'all so much. I almost lost it that I had to be an adult. So la this was Christmas time, right. and my best friends and I were at Branch Brook skating rink because mm. she has oh! kids, twins, and a little boy. And literally, she's like, "My kids are off school. Girl, come on, we gotta get these babies." Right. Like we you're my best friend. Something. You don't have kids. Where we gotta get these babies busy. So we did middle of the day on like a Tuesday or something. Open skate. Okay, I'm getting somewhere with this, y'all. And we're going around. My back is hurting because they have these little like walkers for kids now, but you got to lean on it with them so they right, don't so fall in your lower back. And I'm sweating and we're drinking Coke. And I'm like, what is happening? And we look up and we're getting ready to leave. And who do we see? Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys, her husband and her kids. But you say Mrs. Dean. Mrs. Dean. Mrs. Dean. Mrs. Dean. Wait, but casually, mm -hmm. so much so that we did a double take. And my best friend was like, is that? I was like, bitch. She's like, is that? And she was like, what do we do? And I was like, we just go. Maybe they're about to close it. But they weren't. No, Y'all just came no, we to skate. We love skating over there. You were so regular, regular, amazing. We love it because, and, the, and, and, the, and you know, my husband grew up in the Bronx, like, mm -hmm. and I grew up in Harlem in Hell's Kitchen, 
And, you know, one thing about the energy there is so good. It is. Every time we go, there's love. It's pure love. Yes. People just want to skate with you. They want to teach you. They want to yes. show you. They want to hang out. You know, you do your thing. They're doing their thing. They're smiling at you as you pass. It is a real pure yeah. energy. And, you know, it's, it's not, you know, you don't always find pure energy. Period. Just right. period. Yeah. And so when you do, man, so every time we get a chance to go there, we're like, we're going. <laughs> And we you have a ball. did. We and you ball. were just living your life, getting your shoes. Like, we were like, wait. Like, we felt like we were in an alternate universe because that doesn't, you know, you didn't shut the place down. You didn't do anything that, you know, you would imagine right. that you could. Right. You were just you. like, I'm here with my family. We rock it. And you're we here with your family. Yes. And let's be here together. Yeah. But we were leaving. But we thought, we looked at each other. We were like, oh, my God. <laughs> what just happened? But we loved and, she, and then when we got in the car, she was like, that's why I love Alicia. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Because you guys and thought about the back. same thing. Like, I we're going to just be good moms today and bring our kids out because they don't have school (laughs) and let's go do something exactly but you know we can see the joy uh just flying from you at all times thank you you know thank you now i have a testament where i saw joy it wasn't up close with you yeah but and it reminds me of one of the songs off your upcoming album. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we, it's, we just how you heard, know? How you know that? We just heard hold up, hey, we got hey, a hold preview. Up. Hold up, okay, oh. we can't say no titles, no, 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 no titles. titles, no titles. All right, all right, all right. All right. I'm all glad right, you fine. got the preview. We can just say it was dope. There was a song. <laughs> oh, like mm-hmm. that you got the preview. <laughs> I'll tell you off, off, off camera. All right, okay, all right. off mic. Uh, anyway, okay. but the song is about you know love. Yes. And it reminded me, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if this was something on your Instagram or. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen you at the Gordon Parks. Yeah, because you guys do a lot of uh, charity work for the Gordon Parks uh, Foundation. Right. Yeah. right but right. anyway, it was a photo of you and Swizz must have been going on a date night. Okay. But you were leaning over your kitchen counter and you look cute as usual. <laughs> but you were taking off your shoe because you guys mm-hmm. were in such a conversation. <laughs> To the point, it was like, well, I'm, we're not going out now because you guys had to finish your conversation. But I, what I loved about it, it was like, I could tell you guys are really true friends. Mm. Like, you, like y'all mm. couldn't even leave your house. Like, y'all were okay with that. Right. You know? So my question is, right. what is it like being on this journey with your soulmate? Because I feel mm. like you have found... And it's, that's something really beautiful to watch. Thank you. So Thank you Absolutely. so much. And yes, like we are so um, similar. It's so mm-hmm. interesting and not at the same time and totally different, you know, <laughs> which is also awesome. And I love how my favorite thing about him is pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite things about him is the way that um, we both have grown up in similar circumstances, being from New York and having success really early and, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of your family from a young age and having to be super responsible and, and also being really creative, being the creative of our own sounds and of our own music and of our own stuff. And so we have, even though we do things totally different, like I'm in a studio with the candles, just me by myself. There goes the piano. I got some keyboards up. I'm chilling. I'm listening to some, you know, Nina Simone. I'm zoning out. He's in the studio. There's 50 dudes. It's loud. It might as well be a show. Everybody's turned up crazy, wilding. We are so different, and yet we're so much alike, and we really relate and understand each other. And that's one of my favorite things, because I do think you have to have a balance like that. You have to have things that you 
relate to about each other, of course, and there also has to be things that you're teaching each other. And he's always teaching me something, I'm teaching him something, Mm -hmm. we're growing, and one of the things that we do really well is just be able to talk. Just like mm-hmm. that picture yeah. was said. It was so, I don't know why it it's resonated with, and it stuck with me because mm-hmm. it made me think like, that's what I want. That's awesome like, just blessing. to talk with someone. Just, yeah, yeah just be able to be yourself. Any and everything. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. yes. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. And you brought up Gordon Parks, which is so amazing, especially because, um, you know, ever since I met him, he's been a fanatic about art. Yeah. I mean, he loves art in every capacity, mm-hmm. but especially fine art. Mm-hmm. And um, and so actually on, on, on Thursday, this Thursday is gonna be the first exhibition of our Gordon Parks collection that we own. The Dean's, the, the personal Dean collection. collection. That's an, we should, that's another receipt we should have mentioned. The, the Gordon Parks collection. <laughs> that's and, amazing. And, it's a, and then Gordon Parks is one of the most prolific artists mm-hmm. that have ever lived mm-hmm. and what he's covered over lifetimes and and he was also a musician as well and he's obviously a photographer and he was he once the editorial director at essence and see yep. look at that Back you in know the day, yeah. and it's just he's Incredible. an example of what limitlessness looks like you mm. know you don't have to just do one thing or mm-hmm. be one thing you get to be as expansive as possible you know and I, I love that about him and so we're blessed to be able to continue on his legacy through the Dean collection and that's actually happening on Thursday at um, a black owned a black owned uh, gallery right there in Har- in, in Harvard at Harvard okay. and it's gonna be fire so I'm we're really proud we're really proud so that's just cool that you brought that up Man. it's so interesting that you say you were you know you were drawn to his work because of it's so limitless because mm-hmm. I feel like it seems like you and Swiss together are limitless mm, like that's you. how you fit thank you know you. what I mean and we can see that and I'm always like what are they gonna do next yeah <laughs> you know what I mean but like, you know he pushes me to dream like I never met a person that could dream like him mm-hmm. like never and half the time I'm like well how the hell you think of that <laughs> like what is that and you know he's the he's which we all have inside of us, which I think some of us sometimes we forget. Mm-hmm. He has this uncanny ability. He'll wake up and be like, I had this idea and um, I think I'm gonna blah, 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 right? And I'm like, man, that's ill. That sounds good. Man, that sounds great. Yeah. That night he'll call me like, babe. I ran into so and so. Remember, I said I was gonna do such and such, and that, and so they're gonna go to so and so, and that, and so I'm gonna do that tomorrow. I'm just gonna run out for like a for like a, a day or two, and I'm gonna go to the and the whole thing that he had the idea of like that morning or that beginning of that week has manifested yeah. by the end of the week, literally, which is what we all have inside of us, by the way, to manifest mm-hmm. the dreams and the visions that we have. They they can manifest, and they can manifest quickly. And he has it down to a damn science. I'm like, yo, I don't know anybody like, I never met a person like you. Who does that? Who meets the person that you just talked about you needed to meet <laughs> and then it today? Who but it's about that? energy and he calls it to manifestation. Him. Yeah, manifestation. Mm-hmm. manifestation. Yes. It's fire. It's really fire. So he teaches me to, he, he reminds me and inspires me mm-hmm. to dream really big. And in fact, sometimes I'm like, how can I? Is there a bigger dream I can be having? <laughs> there must be a bigger dream I could be having. <laughs> What are what higher. are your dreams for yourself? Yes. Man, that's a great question. So many, you know, but first 
I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. I want to be healthy, like, for real. Like, mm-hmm. spiritually healthy. Mm-hmm. Emotionally mm-hmm. healthy. I want my family to be healthy. I want us to be... I want it to be ingrained in all of us of our, you know, power and richness and potential. And, and, I, and I really want that in a way that I want to feel fulfilled, mm-hmm. not because I have a lot of things or because something went the way I wished it would, but because I'm genuinely fulfilled, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so that, that's, a, that's a big wish for me. Um, I want to keep growing, man. I want to keep, like, exploring the crevices and the places that I haven't yet. I want to I keep learning. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh, there's so much to learn. I want to make sure some of my dreams are to make sure that I'm, um, I'm doing things that I never did before and making sure I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. Cause I think that gets kind of easy, or mm-hmm. it's not that it's easy, but you're just comfortable, comfortable with it, yes, right? Yeah, so you're like, like not complaining, or you're like, well, everything's like, fine. This is cool. Yeah, like what else to push me to learn? Mm-hmm. What else can I learn? What else can I do? I've been fascinated, like fascinated with learning the true essence of our history. Like, mm. true, not the Greek or Roman interpretation mm. of our history, mm-hmm. but our actual history. Herstory. Okay. Oh, all right. Come on. Preaching. All of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's been so special. I've been really uncovering some, some powerful books and some powerful people and just, just information. I love information. It's so, so, so fresh. So I got that. I have a lot of... I have, I have some cool things that are happening in the world. I've been developing film and television, which is really incredible. You have a book coming. Okay. I have a book. Yes. I have a daggone book. Amazing. And it's actually the first book on Oprah's imprint that she didn't write. Wow. So. Another receipt. receipt. I'm no. like, damn. Alicia, we just got to get a new roll of paper. receipt. <laughs> This is amazing. No, it's it's unbelievable. And I, I feel like that too. I feel just as in awe and mm-hmm. just as like wowed by things. You know, I, I really do. I mean, when I was I was at lunch with her the other day and I was like, what the hell am I doing with Oprah? <laughs> like, oh hey, Auntie O. Like, what? But just oh, just lunch with Oprah. And it's, it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing. And it's so beautiful mm-hmm. to have people, you know, just connect with people mm-hmm. who are like-minded, you know, which is what I feel like is happening right now with the mm-hmm. three of us. It's and it's, it's a survive. blessing, right? Mm-hmm. Because this sure is enough people that you're like, ooh, nah, I'm gonna go over this way. Yes. Like, they don't get it. Sorry, that made noise. But um, <laughs> you never know. You have to just feel it. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. You gotta yeah, try it. You, you gotta do. try it and see what it's gonna bring you. And, and one of the things I talk to my son a lot about is like, really like, if the energy is not right, go away. Exactly. You know, you don't have to just because it's someone you love or just because you're someone that mm-hmm. you're supposed to be cool. With. Like, if it's not an inviting energy for you, don't be there. I tell that with my daughter all the time. How like old if is you your feel, daughter? If you, she's nine. I'm like, if she, if you feel weird, like, go. it's okay. 
Just leave Trust it go. Trust that instinct. Yeah. You ain't got to like yeah. make it, try to fit and mm-hmm. be all, mm-mm, bye. Real talk, Holly Berry. We interviewed her on Yes Girl. And we were like, how are you just so at peace? And she was like, oh, if I don't like it and it makes me uncomfortable, I, I, I just, it. that's it. Yes. <laughs> it's, 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 we were literally that simple. We, we truly overcomplicate most everything. We do. But it goes back to that grown woman shit. Grown mm-hmm. woman shit. My time is valuable. Okay. And, and you're not necessary. going to deplete me. No. I don't no. have to keep pouring into you if you're not, if, if it's if not I'm, pouring it's back not into returned. me. It's not returned. Like, there's not going to be a one way, nah, I'm no. good. And it's hard when you're a generous soul. And I, I can know. tell that you are, Corey. I know, I know that you are, I am. Yes. And everybody's always, oh my God, Bishop Jakes came on the show the other day and he mm. was like, we're all going somewhere, but you got to stop being other people's transportation. Mm. Don't you know I fell out, Alicia? Because they was like, did he just talk to us directly? (laughs) He was like, you know, because I was like, I'm such a good friend, Bishop, and I did it. He was like, but you're their transportation. You're helping them get there. We were quiet. Ooh, for we were quiet for a second. Just That's like we a, are now. Right. now Ooh, that, was a, that was a good right? one. You got to think about that. You Ooh. have to let it settle. You're right. Because in a way, you're not doing... Well, you can't. You can't? You really can't. Because because if a person's not ready or it's not their time to do whatever it might be that you might want them to do or you might see for them, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's never going to be ready until they're ready. And and you gotta do what you have to do to make sure that you're good and that you're you're going where you need to go. Yeah. And I think in in essence you're inspiring people by doing that. You know, Absolutely. and hopefully that friend or that person will say, Wow, look mm-hmm. at Corey doing this and I can do you know, I can Absolutely. do that too. It, it, it's a it's a form of inspiration just living your life the best you can, you know. So, but I know, I know, cause I'm like that. And yeah, I just, I'm I want her. people to come along. I'm yes. Like, let's all go yes. here together. <laughs> exactly. Nah. And then an hour or a day later, I feel so empty. Yeah. Cause I've given it all. And there's like the weight on my back is so yes. heavy. And I'm like, why is this weight on my back? Like, why did I choose to pick this person up and carry them like, and they With just me. officially dead weight? It's real. And you got to let them off and be like, you go over here. You go in that lane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over here. Mm, deep. my lane. That was a deep, well, I love deep. that you Ooh, like to learn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I love to ask women this. Like, yes. what did becoming a wife and a mother teach you about yourself? <sighs> right? Because, I mean, we know what we're supposed to learn from it in general. But it also awakens different parts inside of us. Mm-hmm. Man, becoming right? a wife and a mother... Uh, specifically a mother, I'm going to say, especially, really taught me, first, I remember clearly wanting to remove the negative energy quick. And I, I, it wasn't, I didn't feel so drawn to do that just for myself, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, prior. But doing it for this new soul made yeah. sense to me, which in essence was doing it for me yeah. right. too. Right. And mm-hmm. then that then evolved into realizing though that like, nah, you know, if it's not, if it's not really feeling like the right thing for me, hence to what Halle Berry was saying, mm-hmm. if it's not feeling really good, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. I used to say yes to everything. <laughs> Look, I told Charlie when I interviewed you before, I remember you telling me you did, and this was early in your career, you, you, you performed in New York, flew to LA, performed, oh. and then you flew back that same day. To New York, or and somewhere you were like, back. I'm never gonna do that again. I bet you didn't. I never <laughs> did that again. 
<laughs> never. I was exhausted. It hurt. It was painful. It didn't even go, you know, it went okay, but it didn't go that way. And I can't remember it anyway. Yeah. So the moment wasn't fulfilling. I, I specifically remember that moment. That and I took it. away from that being like, your time is, that's why I go back to like, my time is valuable, mm -hmm. my personal time. But mm -hmm. go ahead, keep talking. Yeah, no, you're right. Mm -hmm. And I'd love to hear it from you too. Because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I started to realize, I started to get a lot more efficient. Okay. You know, like things, I didn't, things just didn't drag out anymore. I was like, ooh, are we done? Oh, we're done. I'm going to go now. You know, and, and so that, that was great. And I think that started to teach me about boundaries for myself mm -hmm. and creating space for myself um, and allowing there to be like an ending. You know, things don't just have to end. You know, for, as a creative person, we're all creative people. Sometimes you find that you, you're trying to create the thing and make sure it's getting created and you'll spend hours and hours and hours just do, and then you're like Wait, did i do anything for these past 18 hours like for the past 10 hours that i've been in the studio did i actually do anything or did i just try mm -hmm. and i started to understand the difference of like if if it's flowing it's flowing mm -hmm. if it's not flowing go back tomorrow like it's yeah. okay you don't have to force it you mm -hmm. know so I, I think i got a lot more easy going actually i think that's another thing having a you know a husband like Swiss and he's a very spontaneous spirit and soul so I think he gave me a, a lot of that intel too that I could I realized I was like oh I can go to dinner let's go to dinner too yeah I can stop and go to dinner like it was literally that type of awakening which is sounds kind of ridiculous now to me but mm -hmm. I didn't understand boundaries I didn't understand how to claim my own space and now as a mom I also understand that as much as I love my babies they're so amazing and I really do want to spend every minute with them honestly I also know that I have to have space for myself yeah right. you have to replenish and I got to tell them like I, I love you so much and I know you want me to do this with you right now but what I need to do right now mm -hmm. self-care is take a nap okay. or read a yeah. book okay. or have some quiet time because I've done everything you asked me mm -hmm. to do and I need a little space now. So it's it's cool. So that whole claiming space piece, I think, is what probably my biggest lesson. And efficiency and just really doing what feels really, like I know right away if it feels like I want to leave for it. Like, do I want to leave for a whole week and have to figure out who's going to make sure my kids are good and make sure everything's running <laughs> while I go do it? Does, does it really feel like it's important? Because if it is, I'm going. Yeah. And my kids will say, you got to go to work again. Oh. And I and and I and like they say to every every mom, and I'll say yeah, cause I we gotta bring light to the world, you know. So I love that. when I go, we go bring light, and then I'm gonna be right back. So I'm gonna start saying that to Jillian, cause now her question to me is, <laughs> is it that you want to go or you need to go? Ooh, like, that mommy go. Ooh, I'm not who, ready. Who, 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 who told her that? It's something she learned in school with the Gee, environment. You told me that. I was like, she said what? But oh, to, yeah. but to your point, it does strengthen you as a woman because it makes me say, "Mommy needs to go." Right, I need to go. And then sometimes I'm like, "Mommy wants to go." Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Both and of them okay. are cool. Both of them are cool. We gonna go for this. Just like you want to go to the store and buy some stuff, some LOL dolls that you don't need. Let me stop. I'm sorry, I digress. You had a moment. I had a moment. Wait, but I love that she said we're gonna bring light into the world because I thought you were about to say, "Who you think pays for that phone?" Because that's what black. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be quick to tell. You know, like I'm going to really work. Here. But I love that you want these piano lessons okay, or not? Right. Because right. I want those Jordans. Right. How you think you get anything? Yes. Right. But you said, so, no, I gotta go bring light into the world. I mean, I was just touched. No. <laughs> that, that is the 
the going yes, back hysterical. to walking in life through joy. Mm. Yes. Look at that. Thank you. I love Authenticity. that. Mm, I love now, Alicia, that so we've got to say too, you're an inspiration, but another thing you inspire us is how you've blended your family. Oh, so proud. That, seriously, thank you. Seriously, another level of grown womanness. Goals. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we are a beautiful blended family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm super proud of all of us. I think one of the things that we talk about a lot is, you know, just we so quick to find the negative in everything. Mm-hmm. We so quick to just latch onto it and hold on to it and never let it go. And it's a really beautiful thing to see the opposite side of that. Yeah. And to actually witness it in a genuine way and experience it. Because I think honestly, just we just don't get to see enough of it. And there's plenty of it. It's plenty. plenty. Will Smith, Jada, plenty. Puff. I mean, there's plenty of examples of people who, but in every day, yeah. everyone, there's plenty of people that have new families and then are able to bring their entire families together. Mm-hmm. Vacation together. And I was just like, be, just, you just be Beautiful. natural. It's yeah. just whatever's natural. Yeah. You know, it's just a natural vibe. And, and, and it, you can get to know each other mm-hmm. and actually create sisterhood, create, you know, understanding. And I just don't think we get to see it a lot, mm-hmm. or at least we don't get to see, or at least it's not featured because it's, it's this, but, right. you know, even, you know, in the media, um, you know, you do something, you do something super positive, and to me, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go over to find that other thing. They're yeah, not trying to, fe- they're try- no. not trying to pay attention no. to that. Yeah, they're not trying to feature it. They're not it's trying the scandal to scandal. Like, they want. They like, where's the drama? Okay, bring me the, the weight loss, the drugs, the failure. <laughs> no, that's what it's the magazines just, want. It's just sucks. It's really true. It's wild, whack, and so. It, thank you. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you so much for saying that that's an inspiration mm-hmm. because we are really proud of it. Our kids are flourishing. They're beautiful. And it's a constant process for us. We talk, we support each yeah. other, we talk, we build. And we are, you know, sometimes we're like, man, what, what, what about this? Did you, how you handling it? How you handling that over there? Is that going like this? You know, and we're, and we're connecting. So it's a beautiful thing. It sounds like a very healing love, too. Like, it's just the idea that bringing two families together and having it be so seamless and beautiful. Absolutely. That is the best thing that can come out of any of that. You know what I'm saying? It's just having a bigger and a more beautiful family. You know what I mean? Stronger bond. You know what I mean? And and for more people to love you. Yes. And for more people to be able, for you to be able to say, like, check in with and and be able to, to have a, a pure relationship with because you know obviously relationships take work. work all relationships take work work you know what i mean and and when you want it and you want to do it you you can mm-hmm. so it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing and i'm definitely definitely proud of um where we are where we're going you know our kids are dope they're, uh, they're piano just, genius. Oh my god. Number 2. Good lord. I mean, you guys had your first performance together. Oh, and <laughs> Oh, and He's so good. He was like I was like, "So I would like you to, you know, do this thing for with me, you know, and I would love for you to play piano with me." And he was like Egypt was like, "Do I have to do it?" <laughs> See, these kids, man. First question. Just say, do what I say. <laughs> I was like, I would like you to do mm-hmm. it. And he was like, hmm. 
So then he's so fresh, man. Like he, <laughs> so he's like, so, all right, so we did the thing. We were practicing the piano, you know, we were learning the parts, everything like that. He was getting it, it was good. I knew he was gonna, it was no, I knew he was gonna get it, it was no problem. And we're good, so we get to LA, and you know he has to do like the rehearsals. Mm, like there's, yeah, you know, there's, yeah. there's steps yeah. to how it all gets to where it's going, and it's late, and he's jet lagged, and and you know it's a lot, it's a lot. It's and so, um, so he was like, so, am I gonna get paid for this? <gasps> oh, I love the youth I love day. Smart twenty first century kids. <laughs> so I said. We don't create <laughs> to be paid. Mm, it is a okay. result of it at times when you do it well. But we don't create solely to be paid. So in this case, you are creating because you're learning, you're growing, you're helping, you're, you're, you're helping me, I'm helping you, and that's what we're doing. So that's the cool. gift... And the, what the, your payment is all that you're learning and the way that you're growing and the way that you're able to, to have a moment here that's going to take you to the next moment. So he was like, okay, he got it. So the next thing I know, Swiss come to me like, so he asked me if he was going to get paid. <laughs> and I told him, what you want? Like, what do you mean? Oh what do you want? And he was like, well, I'm thinking $50 for the little one and $500 for the big one. Wait, meaning, what is the little and the big? Meaning, like, the rehearsals. Oh, the like, the, the little run-throughs. The rehearsals. And then there was, He's like, so the smart. performance. He was like, I heard you, Mom, but... He was like, I'm going to go to Dad. The businessman. I'm going to go to Dad. He's smart. Dad is going to help me with this. It was hysterical, which I didn't even know till like a while later that they had this whole conversation. It was it cracked me up. But he was beautiful, and the and the thing that was kind of the craziest part about it was the night before, like I was, I hadn't right, I hadn't done that before. So usually I go to perform and I say bye, I love you, I'll see you when I get back, or if they're in the house or whatever, you know, right. I go and I do my thing. And I focus, and I'm clear, and I'm doing it, and I'm planning, and I go execute my thing, and then I come back, and we back into mommy, mommy world, right? But he's in my world, like he's in my world, and the whole time I was like, is he okay? Like, mm -hmm. and what about when they start screaming? Like, is he gonna feel nervous? Mm -hmm. And like, is he gonna? Does this feel like too much? Is this a lot of pressure for? So I'm, so I want, I'm, I'm concerned about him because I'm worried about his well-being. But then I'm like, well, I don't want to make it a big deal though, because right. then I don't want him to start freaking out. So it's cool and everything's cool. He's like, but what if I mess up, mommy? I was like, everybody messes up. I mess up. We all mess up. That's what we're rehearsing for. We practicing. You're not gonna mess up. It's gonna be great. Okay. And so, so the night before. I made, he was good, we had it all together, all the thing, is he great, he's good, he's good, he's good. And it was like 12 o'clock and I said, oh shit, I ain't practiced my part. <laughs> like, I'm not sure I know what I'm doing. I spent so much time making yeah. sure that he was good that I didn't really like <laughs> run my thing. And so I was like, all right, I gotta get into yeah. it. So I was like, oh, I was like, wait, let me make sure I'm good. Cause I didn't feel like he would have looked at you like, like you mom. Right, but what? <laughs> Uh, you messing uh, our vibe up. <laughs> anyway, oh it was God. so beautiful. It was so dope. His brother was there with him, his big brother, mm -hmm. who he just adores. 
and he was a natural. And he was able to give him light and you know say yeah. like you're doing a great job and and it was it was a really special moment. So I was super proud. Everybody was like, I can't believe that happened. And I was just it was it was a special moment. <laughs> that is and, wow. No, I was gonna say I think you should uh, do the last question. I love that question you had about which one. It was in reference to a song that's forthcoming. Right. Yes. In the many layers. And what yes, 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 yes. We can't say the song. We can't right. say the song. We just can say it. We, we, you know, we're so excited for the music. Ooh, ooh. All I'm saying is, ooh. Right. All those sounds and effects. All right, all right, but we, what we did hear were a lot of Alicia's, all mm. the different parts of Alicia, mm. more parts of Alicia. Yes. Who, what other Alicia's are we getting to know with the next music? Can yeah. I ask you that? Yeah, that's, okay. a per that's a perfect question. Thank you. You're so welcome. good. You know, I think that the most powerful thing is that I'm getting to know myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm, I am not, I am loving every side of myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm not so quick to be concerned about the fact that this part is a little bit jaggedy or rugged, mm -hmm. or this part might be a little bit, you know, super raw, or this part might be a little bit down or sad. Like, I don't have to pretend like I'm not, or I, have to, I don't have to be in the perfect mood or did all the right things. Like, I can just be, like, off. Yeah. And I can also be my greatest self. And I can also be all the mixed up emotions that we all are. So I'm just loving getting to know all of me and then being able to express all of me mm -hmm. in these different musical facets that I just, I would never have been able to do it before now, you know, because I, I, I didn't have my big girl panties on. <laughs> That's the a way real word. Okay. that they are on mm -hmm. securely. There you go. Now hiked up, <laughs> and they cute, and they real pretty. I was gonna say I'm in, I'm envisioning Hanes. You know what right. I mean? No, no offense, they, they cute. cute. And yeah. you know what? Sometimes they not so cute. That's true. And that's just like life. Yeah. And that's life. Yeah. And I'm allowed to have cute panties, <laughs> and not so cute panties, and whatever. So I'm just loving. <laughs> Being good with that. Being a grown ass yeah. woman. Being a grown yeah. ass woman. Yes, I mean, it's just, right? It feels yeah. so good. And it feels so good to have you come on Yes Girl. Thank this you, way. Yes Girl. the June cover of Essence. Okay. First of all, epic. Mm. Hey. I was telling mm. Charlie, I hey. said, don't sleep on Alicia. Alicia reads Essence. I've seen a paparazzi pictures of you on vacation reading that. Reading oh, it. definitely. What would make you think I don't read? Who don't read I Essence? Just, you know, some people, I'm just saying. You know. And, and it's such a beautiful, I'm just so, I'm also so proud of Essence because it's just such an iconic publication and all the things that's happening and the growth that's happening. It's just getting more and more exciting, which is why I'm just even more excited than ever to be a part of the family. Black and owned to be again. Black owned again, which is incredible. I can't wait to come to offices. Yes. I'm hearing those offices are like, Come on, Magnificent. Sonia lives down the street, so you need to Sonya come on. I know, Sonia was like, whoa, I went to the office? <laughs> it was happening. So okay. you can hook me up with her Costco card too. Hey, girl, you can borrow my Costco any card anytime you I need. I need that smoke white fish. Seriously. Oh, I love smoke white. 
Have you had it from Costco? None. I didn't know they had it at Costco. Girl, All right, we and it's track. huge. It's huge. It's the biggest it ever. You, you can't whole... even finish what? it. No, How is it already cooked? It? It's already cooked. Shut up. You could eat it mm. warm or cold. Because you know I'm not. You know, guys still working on Charlie don't cook. Charlie don't cook. That's all right. No, 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 I married no, no, no. a man who does not care. Caught talking about your equal. Hey, you know there you go. You know, like what we gonna order tonight? Okay, now he or already made, you gonna he cook? made dinner tonight. I know it's on the menu. I'm just trying to get on and get it. Yes, yes, and we're good. It's cool. You probably know I'm over here like. I'm about to order seamless. Right. So, you like, what we ordering? What we ordering tonight? Tomorrow. sisterhood. Yes. But Alicia, we love you. Super blessed. Thank, thank you so much. You are just so dope. Thank you. Yeah, every day. 18 years? 18 years. Plus? What? And that's just from the album. The, the album drops. You've been, what? I mean, right, I heard playing. Yeah. Girl. 2001 or whatever yeah. it was. So thank you for all of it. Oh, man. And everything to come. Yes. Because <laughs> there's so much to come. Yes. That's so the best. That's love. I appreciate y'all. I love this. Thank you for my candles. You're of welcome. Course. Thank you for the good vibes. Yes, girl. Yes. yes. And and congratulations. And just keep Thank shining you. and growing and bringing this good energy because I'm loving it. I'm so happy to be a part of it. And wait till y'all see this cover. Wait till y'all see <laughs> this cover. It's hey, hey. <laughs> it's so good, y'all. They go, mm. Up next, more Yes Girl to come. This episode of Yes Girl Podcast is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. Ulta Beauty celebrates the meaningful role of beauty in our lives and the belief that beauty is limitless. That's why they've teamed up with Essence on a new mentoring initiative called Girls United Beautiful Possibilities. The program aims to empower six incredible young women as they express their entrepreneurial spirit, creativity, and passion for beauty while they create a special makeup collection for Ulta Beauty. You can follow the girl's journey at essence.com slash beautiful possibilities. Ulta Beauty, the possibilities are beautiful. Kashmir Nicole is the founder of Beauty Bakery, a cruelty-free cosmetic and beauty company. She started as a one-woman operation in 2011 after putting herself through college and nursing school while also being a single mother. From the beginning, Nicole knew she wanted to give back, so she decided to use Beauty Bakery as a vehicle to raise breast cancer awareness, in part because she liked the pink color. In the following years, Nicole was diagnosed with breast cancer, and doctors recommended a double mastectomy. Nicole made the difficult decision to undergo surgery and continue to work on Beauty Bakery. Although fueled by supportive family, friends, and her passion for the company, Nicole was hesitant to share her story. Nicole started a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo to both share her story and raise funds to expand Beauty Bakery. While the funds raised were small, Nicole's campaign caught Beyonce's eye, and the singer reached out to feature her story online, and the rest is history that's pretty amazing like isn't it unreal my god okay so based on this amazing story i need to get a little bit more background from you about you know who you are where you came from and what inspired you to create beauty bakery because this is really incredible Awesome. So that's it's such a robust answer. So I'll try my best to keep it uh, concise. 
I was a childhood entrepreneur, started a few businesses as a child. I was always inspired just by owning the creativity of something. And so I had a babysitter's club business. Yes. I had a gift bag business, a jewelry box wait, wait, business. Wait, how, how old? I think probably 11. What? Uh, was probably the earliest company. Yep. I don't think I could even like spell business at 11. <laughs> I don't know if I was even spelling it right, but I remember my mom taking me to the library and I would rent like 10 or 12 books at a time. Um, optimistic about reading all of them, never finished any of them, but they were always about businesses. And I was obsessed with teen entrepreneurs and reading about them in my magazines that I would get as a child. Um, I was also obsessed with Essence Magazine and yes. reading about the we black women that. who were doing things. and. And so um, I got pregnant at the age of 15. I had my daughter at 16, and just wanting her to have the best of everything um, took all of the focus, obviously, off of myself. And so I began to um, focus intently on just finishing school. I always felt as though if, if I had no degree, there would be no way to take care of her. And, and so I was diving deep into my studies. I think around the age of, she had to be about eight or nine, I realized that something was missing within myself and I thought it was like seasonal depression because it was kind of gloomy where I lived in Indianapolis at the time. And I remember relocating someplace sunny and still feeling this cloud and I realized it was because I was detached from that art, you know, the creation mm. of things and that was part of my identity. And so I, I tried to reconcile with that internal conflict of if you even are allowed that as a mother, you know, there's so much, there's so little time That's in deep. a day. It's so much. I, and and I'm pretty hard on myself. So I explored that thought and those ideas and I concluded that, you know, a happier me makes a happier us. And so I would start. That's a word, sis. Uh, that's a word. I mean, take this on this yes. good Sunday. That's <laughs> right. really a Friday. Right. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, I decided that I would go back and pursue those initial and earlier passions. And I said, all right, you know, because I jumped around so much as a child, I think I'm already exhausted. Right. So I'm going to focus on something and I'm going to focus on this thing for five years. And I'm going to pray about it, too, because. I'd hate to go down this path and find that it's not even my purpose. Mm -hmm. So I prayed, and and the way I describe just my, my relationship with God at that time was it was one of tradition. I, I grew up as a Christian. I'm doing what I was taught to do. I wouldn't say I had ever really heard from him. Um, I believed in him, but I, I said, okay, I'm going to pray about this. So I prayed about it and surprisingly got an answer. So very strong on my spirit was just like, yes, if you want to pursue the path of makeup, which is a very self-centered industry, and you want to do well with this business, then you need to find a way to take care of my people. And if you don't find a way to take care of my people, then the business just won't go anywhere. But I need you, if you were to make it to any type of top, to be influential and to help people find themselves, inspire and grow people. And I was like, oh, is that all? You know, I got this. Right. You know, move out of the way. <laughs> uh -huh. And so I said, okay, I'll give back to raise breast cancer awareness just because I like the color pink. Mm -hmm. And so I went down that path for that first year and a year later, um, I found the lump and a year and a half from, from the prayer, I had breast cancer. And That's a month insane. after that, it was crazy. I mean, it's so serendipitous in a way and like in, in a sad way because mm -hmm. it's almost like 
like the universe I? knew mm-hmm. that this was going to happen to you, which is so sad. And thank God you're, you know, in remission. But yeah. like the fact that you felt it already, I mean, just by liking the it color gives of me pink. Chills. And then you said six months later they found the. No, I think, I think, um, it's been eight years now, so my wow. details are a little rough around the edges, but I made that declaration for pink, and then a year later had breast cancer, but they, di- they didn't remove it, I think, till six months after finding wow. that out. Um, so I had to have a double mastectomy with reconstruction, and that in and of itself took me down another spiritual journey where I'm having an argument with God for, I think, about six months, and he's telling me, you need to get out and tell this story, and I'm like, no. Now, listen, I'll do a lot of things, but that I'm not going to do. And so over a period of six months, um, I after the double the morning I got the double mastectomy, a classmate of mine I found had passed away of breast cancer. And so I felt for a long time I cried over her. I just really could not understand why she died that morning and why I was here. And I really needed to understand why I'm even still here, like Mm -hmm. over her, like her mom is grieving and my mom is celebrating today. And it's like, it was a really difficult thing to understand. And so as he's telling me I need to tell this, I'm like, no, no, no. I I felt this big spirit of fear come over me and I've never been fearful. I mean, an 11 year old or a 14 year old pitching her idea to board of directors, I was was fearless prior to that but I I remember being paralyzed and not being able to make decisions not being able to lead the way I always had for myself and my daughter I became a little reliant on like my mom and my family members in ways I hadn't before it was like just really strange period and then one day he said to me um you're making this about you and it has nothing to do with you. You losing your breast had nothing to do with you. You think that it made you imperfect and I perfected you through that loss and I need you to go out and tell this story because I have people I need to reach. And I think hearing it that way really shook me up and I was like, okay, I'll try. And so I remember the initial attempts to talk about it. My lips would quiver, I would tear up, I would prepare a draft on a Facebook post and cancel it, and it got easier over time. So the inspiration, to answer your initial question, for creating Beauty Bakery came from just an initial love of arts and and creating things, um, and and it just blossomed from there. But then how did Beyonce? So after- The Beyonce, a whole- a whole entire icon okay. hear your story and decide that she wanted <laughs> to tell your story legend. for you. It was it was crazy. I that first year I recovered. I think I got back up on my feet. I was always working beauty bakery from hospital beds and everything. And a year later they found another lump. And so they didn't get clear margins the first time. They wanted to go back in and do surgery. I happened to be at home one day with drains hanging out of both of both sides of my body, and I'll never forget that this recovery felt very difficult. I honestly think that if my mom hadn't come to town, I would have died. It just felt really hard on my body prior to with the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just got a call one day. Um, I had met this girl on Twitter a few years before. She had been working, I think, for, forget the name, but it was with Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. And she texted me and, and said, hey, you know, um, Beyonce would like to feature you on her website for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I was like shaking and I'm like, how do you even remember me, let alone Beyonce? And she said, well, she came across your Indiegogo uh, campaign and and I figured I could reach out to you. And she was inspired by that. So we wanted to feature you on the website. Would you be able to do an interview? I said, yes, 
and I fell back to sleep because of the meds. And so I get a text or a call later, and she's like, are you going to be able to do it today? And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to fight this. No, like, you I did was, not fall asleep. I mean, oh, you were on right. medication, I was like, but my God. God, I was what? probably dreaming about her. Right. You know, and then I wake up and I'm like, okay, I got to get up. I have to do this. So I did everything. I'm like literally slapping my face because you want to fall asleep like that. Like it was really a thick, right. heavy, I'm sure. nasty I'm sleep. I'm sure you were going through it. But oh, it what gross. a blessing. Yeah. So I got up, I did the interview, and afterwards she sent flowers. And I think after that, I felt like his initial like god's initial what he placed on my heart when he said i could reach people i'm like well if she could come across my campaign then anyone can and you're probably right right (laughs) and the fact that her reach was able to you know reach so many people like you know everyone wants to hear you know who she's rocking with and Mm -hmm. co-signing and so that's amazing yeah it was it was very motivating for me yeah like if she could hear this story and be inspired then so many other people can as well yeah, I mean, speaking of co-signing, I feel like another big step in having your own company is having, you know, big retailers, you know, believe in you mm-hmm. and see your products not as qual- not only as quality, but, um, you know, as a, as a brand that can, you know, resonate with their customers. Mm-hmm. So what does it feel like to even, like, be in stores like Ulta Beauty and, you know, have that type of, you know, exposure to the masses? I think it says a lot. I think it says that the Ulta team saw value in the story and what experience maybe the brand could provide for their customer. Um, I'll never forget going out to meet with them and waiting, I think, over the next week to hear if we had gotten in or not. But it was it was the type of conversations we were having at that meeting. It was their passion for providing that. Um, 360 experience for their customer. Their customer is so many different things. She's so many different shades and hues, so many different personality types. And when they they admitted to that, when they said ex- those exact words that this was missing and that Beauty Bakery mm-hmm. could bring that, I was just thrilled because it, it meant, it gave my whole story, my struggles, every poke of those needles, everything, it gave it all like, validity in some yeah. way so now did they approach you or did you approach them i'm sure lots of entrepreneurs out there like trying to, or wondering like how do i you know do the same thing with my product like how did you even get a seat at the table with ulta beauty i think ulta approached us i think uh, again they had come across the story wanted to hear more and i think that sitting down and talking with them along with a member of my team really connected the dots from what they read and what they see online to like a face-to-face meeting it's like oh she is what what she says she is this is the real thing so do you like check the store the website like to see if it's real it's almost like pinching yourself do you oh my like- god I'm obsessed it's like I go into Ulta um the first day we were in Ulta my hair wasn't combed I had no makeup on we're going crazy at the office there's always a fire at Beauty Bakery like we're always there's always something going on yeah and I was really focused on fixing whatever was broken that day and the team was like you know do you want to do you want to go see the display I slid on house shoes of somebody's in the office about size 12 or 13, Uh and my hair was not combed, and I said, (laughs) you guys promise we're not going to take pics. They said, we're not going to take pics. And I went over there, and I snuck in. I didn't want anyone to know it was me, and I just, I just like, oh, my little baby. 
you know, I'm like dusting off the shelves oh and gosh. just being a mom to the shelf. Right. <laughs> so, of course. Yes. I'm sure it's like when like artists hear like their song for the first time on the radio or for the second or the third it. time or whenever. It's like a pinch me moment over and over again. It is over and over. Even just being in my office is a pinch me moment. Yeah. When people come to the door of my office and this is their job, you know, and, and this is their nine to five in their mind, right? And so they come to my door and they and they have this look on their face as if I'm going to be late on this project or I'm going to miss this deadline. And to know that, you know, God gave me something that can quell their fears and calm them down. And sometimes I'm like, God, how, how did I know that answer? Did you? I, mean, I didn't know I would know that always answer. Always <laughs> there. How big is your team, by the way? Like, We're a team of 30 right now. What? Yeah. Girl, you have like a mini empire. Oh yeah, it's it's a nice size thing. That's amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And you know, I'm really proud. Of, well, I'm really happy that Ulta Beauty saw your magic mm-hmm. because you are magical, <laughs> you. and your products are magical, and your story is magical, and like what you're doing for the community is magical. And now you're you're employing 30 people. Like that's a blessing in itself. Um, and you know we have this partnership girls united with ulta beauty and we're really i mean from the essence standpoint i don't have a a beauty company but the fact that we can you know fellowship with these women these young girls Mm -hmm. um and young women and create this program for them that is going to allow them to be mentored by people like you, mm-hmm. myself, you know, executives at Ulta Beauty, um, and other notables is really excited. And they get $10,000 scholarships each. Wow. And they <laughs> um, they actually get to create a cosmetic line that will be serious? sold in Ulta Beauty, which is like insane. Phenomenal. I want to go back to being like 16 so I can be a part of this. No, not just 16. I feel 16, mad I unaccomplished. <laughs> I'm like, I've done a lot in my life, but pulling together a cosmetic brand and being mentored by like some amazing people. And guided along. Yeah, I mean, it's so cool. And and these girls are so um, vibrant and like full of ideas. Um, so it's really exciting to Their see future. that happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're excited to have you like really connect with them because seeing, you know, a girl that looks like them, a black woman mm-hmm. who at the age of 11, even younger than them, was starting brands and companies. <laughs> And now, um, you know, and the fact that you went through all these struggles Mm -hmm. um, health-wise and business-wise, and now you're on the other side of that, I Mm -hmm. think that's going to be really great for them to see. Um, What what are you most looking forward to in working with the girls? I think just trying to understand where they are, you know, what headspace they're in, that's always inspiring to see the youth um, with so much drive and so much determination to get to a place. I think I just bumped into a 17-year-old at a panel last week, and just to hear the confidence that in how she spoke, I'm like, she's going to go places. Yeah. So this group of ladies, I'm sure, just the fact that they've arrived to this point, um, it's almost as if... Um, Ulta is supporting our future beauty leaders in the space. So I'm looking forward to meeting them and just, you know, giving them some tips on things to avoid. There's a lot you can't avoid. There's a lot we shouldn't avoid. We do need to fail at times and it makes us stronger. But there's some other tips that I'm going to be happy to share with them. Yeah, I really hope that you, yeah, I think, (laughs) I hope part of your secret sauce is, you know, showing them how not to dim and to shrink because you clearly didn't do that Mm -hmm. throughout all of your trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. I think um, I was talking to a close girl 
girlfriend last night about this and how, you know, it can be sometimes easy just to like dim yourself Mm -hmm. or have others dim you. Mm -hmm. And um, it's, it's it's about like tapping into that like divine being of yourself mm-hmm. and um, whether you're spiritual or not, but just like tapping into that person inside you and our ancestors and like everyone that's helped you get to like a certain point in your life. And like, you'll, you'll be not only like ashamed, but like you won't want to shrink or you no. won't want to dim yourself because there's too much riding on it. There's too much work and love and support that's been poured into you that you, you, you'll just resist that shrinking and dimming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that you give that to them too, because I feel that on your spirit, that you are just oh, yeah. someone who's just like, I'm not going to let this life pass me by without shining my light as like bright as possible. Oh no, and it took cancer for me to do that. It took cancer for me to remember like, there's life and then there's no life. And right now you have life. Right now you are living mm-hmm. and you're full of it. And so I think that it is important that we don't diminish who we are because each of us has something that we can contribute to um, the world. So I do look forward to talking to them about that. I've been in a lot of situations where um, my light has been dimmed a little bit by someone else and it's been misunderstood by others. So how, how you navigate those types been of there, spaces. Girl. Yes. It never ends. No, I no. I feel like. It comes, it, there's some ebbs and flows. You feel like you've gotten over it, and then some other negative energy comes, oh, yeah, and like you've got to fight that off. Oh, yeah, because that energy hasn't evolved. And, and right. there's this saying out there that people can only meet you for as, deep as, for as deep as they've been willing to meet themselves. So that's what we run into oftentimes, people who don't know themselves. Oh, girl. Yeah. I just like... I feel like we're friends now and kindred we're spirits, Gosh. and we need to keep in touch because I feel yes, BFFs. yes, um, and these girls are going to be want to want to be your BFFs <laughs> too. But I was there first, um, but I'm really excited about that. And mm-hmm. you know, before we wrap up, I always like to ask the question of when you knew black was beautiful. I think that you know, I like to ask that question to black women because I think that we. Um, we don't struggle a lot, but we're in a world that doesn't necessarily celebrate us and our beauty and our power and our magic in mm-hmm. the way that it should. And that's why we do it for ourselves with affirmations like black is beautiful and black girl magic and mm-hmm. like all of that. But I I always like to hear from other amazing black women like when they knew black was beautiful. I think it's difficult because for a while, like you said, we've always been reminded that we weren't. Um, so you, so you'd really have to get into the mind to understand me flat ironing my hair or perming it all those years and things like that. But I think there's probably another moment that stands out, but one that I can think of was actually more recent than I would care to admit. Um, but it was probably within the last three to six months. And, um, I felt my black was beautiful. I've always known black was beautiful, but my black being beautiful um, came to me about six months ago when there was something going on in the beauty space, some controversies, arguments over colorism and racism. And um, a few of our customers had, had tagged me on Twitter and they wanted to know my thoughts, pulling me into a situation that didn't have anything to do with me. And I thought for a while, is this for me? Is this even something I should enter? And I I thought on it and they were enraged, they were angry. And I responded that black joy was a form of protest. Like just because you're angry doesn't make me angry. 
Like, I, I'm living right now. I beat cancer. So someone calling me a name, someone diminishing my light, someone um, devaluing me doesn't devalue me. I am worthy of anything I declare I'm worthy of. I'm a queen because I say I'm a queen, not because you yes. say I'm a queen. And I don't get upset on your cue. You're not my God. I do not serve you. I'm upset when I'm upset. So I think that owning me and deciding for me that anger was not a part of my story. I'm so in love with life. I'm so in love with light. And I don't think I, I want anyone to ever be able to take that from me. So if something happens in the world, some event, and it's an assault against black people, if I don't respond in anger, it does not mean I'm any less black. It means I'm going to choose to protect my peace. You choose joy. And, and I'm happiness. choosing joy and I'm choosing happiness because that's something that isn't always expected of us. You expect me to respond you know, in anger. You expect me to do all these things, but I'm going to do the very thing I'm choosing to do, whether you expect it or not, and I'm just going to be happy, you know? Well, sis, so, that thank makes you for black that. beautiful. Yes, it does. <laughs> it makes black beautiful. It makes you beautiful. Thank, thank you so much for being here. Thank we you love you, me, and we honor you. And go out and buy some beauty bakery. <laughs> yes, people. <laughs> all right, bye. All right, thanks. So if you want to learn more about the Ulta Beauty and Essence collaboration on Girls United, then please go to www.essence.com backslash beautiful possibilities. And if you have a sweet tooth and you're looking to shop Beauty Bakery Cosmetics brand, a black-owned, cruelty-free, and vegan options available, a black-owned brand, you can visit Ulta Beauty locations. They have a location finder on their site, and we have one on beautybakery.com as well. And you can find the Ulta Beauty near you. Special thanks to our guests and current Curva star, Alicia Keys, and thanks to our sponsor, Ulta Beauty. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to more episodes of Yes, yes Girl, featuring interviews with Jada Pinkett Smith, Amanda Seals, Ayala Van Zant, and Michael B. Jordan. You can find Yes Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple listeners, yes, that's you. Be sure to leave a review and let us know what you think. We love reviews. Give us reviews. More, more reviews. Thank you. Don't forget to talk to us on social. At Corey Murray. At Charlie Penn on Instagram. And at ManWifeDog on Twitter. Be sure to use hashtag YesGirlPodcast. Love ya. Talk to you soon. <laughs> <laughs>